Hey everybody, welcome back to Enter the Nerd Zone. This is Jay. And this is Pete. Pete, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Excellent. Great to hear it. Well, <laughs> no, I mean that. No, it's good. It's good to hear you doing well. How are and you doing is the real question. I am doing well. Thank you. Thank you for asking. I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. Well, Pete and I today, we're, we're going to go back to a topic that's a, a favorite of ours and, and probably one of the... One of our strengths, I would say, pro wrestling. 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 <laughs> well, we're gonna be we're gonna talk about the fall of wrestling, the death of professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely dead. <laughs> yeah. Now, this being said, disclaimer, I guess. You know, I, I guess if you ask people from different generations, they would have different opinions on on when wrestling kind of died for them or failed for, for them. So, you know, this is in our eyes, uh, we're going to talk about pretty much when we feel wrestling really, really just bottomed out. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, I was thinking about it. Like when you, when you mentioned and, and, you know, and you, you brought it up as a topic, you know, I was trying to think of like, you know, what was really the start of the downfall of wrestling and believe it or not, like I, I was like looking at certain points and then like, yeah, but if it wasn't for something that came before that. So I'm going to be honest. I think the beginning of the downfall of wrestling started with probably one of the highest points ever. And that was the formation of the NWO. Really? Because after that, it was kind of all downhill, all downhill from there. Like. Like it peaked and it was hot and then it had nowhere to go but straight down. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved the formation of the NWO. Like it it kept me going for a few years. But I think that is kind of like the point where from there you could slowly start to see it decline. And then they kind of hit a point and just 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 drop straight. But like like what were you thinking? Like for you. What, what what did you kind of think was the beginning of the end of professional wrestling for you? I'll be honest. I think the beginning of the end was when it started. No. Um, <laughs> when, uh, you know, that first move by, uh, I don't know. Uh, when when the two companies, when WCW, WWEFG mm -hmm. took over WCW, uh, where it became more of a, a monopoly, I thought mm -hmm. that's kind of where the, the beginning of the end was. And my second and, my second yeah, thought was when John Cena started wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I I know yeah for, for people that have listened to the show, Pete, Pete's not a uh, I don't even know what, I don't even know what you call a John Cena fan, but you're definitely not a John Cena. No, I'm not a John Cena fan now. <laughs> Which is absolutely fine, and yeah, I mean I would agree. I think when when WCW folded and and Vince McMahon bought it out, and and to me that was the point where wrestling pretty much dropped straight down but the reason i say the formation of the nwo is because of that even though it was a very high point wcw and you know depends on who you talk to vince russo eric bischoff some people would say hogan uh you know some people would say hall and nash you know whoever it was trying to pull the strings because they just it was a great idea 
And then they had no idea what to do with it. They totally mismanaged it. And that led to the fall of WCW getting to that point where Vince McMahon buys it. And then, yeah, I mean, it just became a monopoly and it's, it's just, it's unwatchable nowadays. Absolutely. So when was it its best? You think it's like the eighties? I mean, it's, you know, I think because if I look at another question out there, this is about how bad it is, not how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think, well, I think, you know, more appropriately, I mean, we're looking at, for, for us, the lifespan of, of wrestling. And the 80s were a great time because I think we were the right age for it. If I was an older fan, I, I don't know if I would have liked the 80s with the whole, you know, sort of cartoonish and, and superhero kind of style. Like, when I look, when I look at the way I viewed wrestling... I got started with the WWF when it was starting to transition into that rock and wrestling, and I was the right age for it. When I discovered WCW, you know, the old NWA, I was the right age for it. I was starting to get jaded by, you know, the likes of the Honky Tonk Man and Coco Beware, and then I'm getting the Four Horsemen, and I'm getting, like, a more mature wrestling, and even though I was a teenager, I wasn't mature. Like, I felt like I had outgrown the cartoon part of it. And I mean, that's, that's, I would say that was kind of the high point was sort of like that late eighties when I transitioned from rock and wrestling over to like the four horsemen sort of. How about for you? Yeah, for me, um, I think wrestling had had, um, stages for me. Like there's, there was times Mm -hmm. when it was, like, all right, so back in, like you were talking about, in the 80s with uh, Hogan and, you know, Eat Your Vitamins and all those things, and he was always a good guy, was a peak time, right? Sure. Um, you know, and I watched W, well, at the time it was NWA, which I, I thought that was better, but I liked, but I thought, it's hard to explain. NWA was, like, great wrestling. WWE was just, like, great entertainment sure okay yeah yeah. i mean you because if when you watch nwa in in those times maybe i'm off but like the horsemen looked like they were guys that wanted to like you know they're fighting and you had the rock and roll express and where like wwe or f whatever it is g pick a letter um (laughs) it was more a gimmick but you know you had hillbilly jim you had iron sheik you know it was America versus Russia, you know, all that stuff. It was more of like dress up, I guess you could say, where guys sure. wrestled. It looked less real, but it's still good. Then I stopped watching sure. it. Then I stopped watching it for a while. Um, I don't know why. I guess because maybe I got older. Uh, listen, I watched when I was a kid. I had pictures of wrestlers on my wall. I, sure. you know, I had the magazines. It stopped, and then I picked it back up again when the, like, right before NWO started. Okay. Okay. And I think and I think a lot of people, I think, actually kind of followed the same timeline that you did. Um, I mean, for me, I, I definitely, I, I totally agree. I think at that time, like the mid to late 80s, if you wanted to watch something fun and entertaining... You watch the WWF. 
if you kind of found it clownish or cartoonish and you want to like, you know, I, I kind of want more of that action and, and great wrestling. Absolutely. You, t- you tuned into the old NWA, which morphed into WCW. Um, I and I think and I actually remember this because if you remember uh, the old World Championship Wrestling show Saturday night, 605 on on Superstation TBS when WWF was still kind of holding on to the, like, that fun, cartoony kind of thing. They kind of had a tagline. WCW had a tagline of like, we wrestle, you know, sort of like, you know, saying, yeah, you want to watch, you know, cartoon characters fight. You go watch that other one. We, we wrestle. Yeah. Like, and I think also, too, I think that was also the time when Vince McMahon was being sued uh, there was the whole like steroid scandal and everything, and he had to admit he had to say, like, we're not a sport, we're sports entertainment, and kind of like I guess to avoid legal troubles, whatever it was, started to push more of that entertainment kind of angle. <clears throat> WCW or NWA was like, okay, this is our chance. Like, we're we're gonna go, we're gonna swerve in the opposite direction and be like, you know, that's not us. Like. We wrestle like we do it for real. So you want you you, you want to see it for real? You watch us, even though not for nothing, it's all entertainment. Yeah, but, but um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I think that the formation of the NWO definitely brought a lot of fans back. But clearly, I mean, while it got off to a great start, the mismanagement of it, and then the mismanagement of WCW really led to the downfall i feel at least yeah i think you know it the writing became an issue mm-hmm. there was a major power struggle on who is in charge who's not in charge um the the i mean that that error revitalized wrestling because wrestling like we said, it was dead. I mean, it wasn't dead, but it was barely breathing. You know, it brought in the 18 to 35-year-old male to watch it, right? And now these... Absolutely, yeah. And now these 18 to 20 to 30-somethings are now 40 to 60-somethings, and they watch what's on there, and it's like, ugh. I put try putting on yeah. raw... And I couldn't even watch it for 10 minutes because even when we were watching it then, wrestling was, you know, you had two minutes talking, you know, maybe you had some guy out there for five minutes, and then it was wrestling for three hours, where now it's talking for two and a half and, like, mm-hmm. three matches. Well, I and think the other big... are horrible. Well, I think the other big thing in the era when we really watched it, and you're right, you know, with the formation of the NWO... And I think more specifically, like you said, like almost like the eternal good guy, Hulk Hogan, turning and becoming bad. I mean, I didn't watch. It was Bash at the Beach, I believe. I didn't watch it because I was, you know, I was like, I don't care who their mystery partner is. I, I watched really it. don't. Yeah, I did watch it. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was a good thing you did. And the thing is, is when I, I somebody told me about it, they were like, you know who the mystery partner was? And I was like, no, and I don't care. They're like, it was Hulk Hogan. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, he turned. So I tuned in to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Monday Night Raw, sorry. Monday Nitro. 
where he comes out and he delivers the speech and, and everybody's throwing garbage into the ring. And I was like, wow, I am now going to start watching again. Then Vince McMahon sees that and he's like, uh-oh, you know, Monday night, like this is the start of the Monday Night Wars. And this is when they change and they develop the Attitude Era. And then, you know, and, and that's the thing is, is the two companies really kept pushing each other until WCW just, they blew it. They dropped the ball. And now it's like, who who, who does the WWF have to compete against? WWE have to compete against Impact? Yeah. TNA? Or AEW, which is horrendous. Oh, that is, that is god-awful. But, you know, like, so for us, we watched it for, you know, the, you know, and again, there was the Divas and whatever else. But now, like, my friends, my friend went to one of the events and it it's, mm-hmm. It's all sex, but it's, but it's also for kids. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because like he, he took his ten year old daughter to go see all these wrestlers, and before that, like I was over at his house watching a football game, and he, he was she was telling me about, oh, we're going this day to go see this, and I'm like, well, who's some of the wrestlers? I couldn't name one. I mean, I I don't even know any of them were. And I know I get yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Time goes by, and you know, change, and just like sports, you get to learn. But <coughs> I think you know they failed to keep those that that uh, older generation that really watched these wrestling, and they kind of like just kicked them to the curb and said, "Well, don't worry about it," and they moved on. And and I really think the big part of it was I I, I really think the big sort of like linchpin here is with WCW gone. Not only that, when, if you remember, the angle that they tried to play was, you know, I mean, the reality of it was Vince McMahon bought it out and he owned it all. Yeah. But the, the big swerve was, you know, it was, uh, uh, what's his, his uh, Shane, Shane yeah. like, like Shane bought it. And I'm, I'm going to go up against the old man. And it's like, okay, I know in reality he owns it all and this is, but you know what? All right. So you have these WCW superstars going up against these WWE superstars. But the problem there was like Vince is not going to make like have his guys look bad, even though he owns it all. You know, he's, he's, it's almost like they said, and you could see it. Whatever WCW stars were left, it's like he punished them. Like, look, look what he did to Diamond Dallas Page. He turned Diamond Dallas Page, who was a who was a good wrestler, and he be, he really worked hard to become a star in WCW. Turned to be an absolute joke. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just. I mean, he became the uh, like the. I mean, even though he eventually, you know, he has his DDP yoga, and it has helped a lot of people. Yeah, now he's laughing at Vince saying. Huh, huh. Right, but I mean, Vince made him as like sort of like this yoga guru type, you know, just just a joke. And it's like, okay, why am I watching this? Like, it's all the creativity is gone. Yeah, it's, all it's the creativity is definitely gone. Absolutely, and you know, that moment of Hulk Hogan turning. I mean, I really got, I like I said, that was the time where I kind of like, ah, oh, you know, whatever, kind of into it, and then that happens. And that turned me back in. That was kind of, I'll, I'll equate this, Hulk Hogan becoming bad was like Donald Trump becoming president. And, I, and, I, and you know, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. the president, whatever. But it was like, holy bleep, 
that just right. happened. Right. And, you know, and all those people that were watching Hulk Hogan at, you know, that was 25 years old, said 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Oh, my God, he turned bad. I have to watch. Now there's nothing like that. I mean, all the guys that you, you know, that, that are, that you would watch, like The Rock, he's not there mm-hmm. anymore. He's in the, he's in, in movies. Cena sure. is, is here and there, but you don't see these guys anymore. And, and the talent they've brought has not been good. I guess it's kind of like, um, their minor league system was garbage and they're coming up and they're the Orioles now. Well, I, th- I think what a big part of it is, is, you know, if you, if you, talk to like insiders and you read you know some of the guys that were around in in the 70s and they they were still influencers in the 80s and into the 90s you know they had a formula and this formula dated back to like the carny days and it was you have your good guy and you have your bad guy and the bad guy makes the heat and gets it gets people against them and gets the fans against them and and you build up your heroes it's like really simple and it's you watch it now and it's like everybody's got to be neutral like there's no there's no good guy bad guy it's like you know maybe wrestler a has a problem with wrestler b but eh, whatever and you have your anti-heroes now it's kind of like the comic everybody's got to be cool yeah, you know, you have you have your you always had Spider Man fighting uh, Doctor Doc Ock or whatever it is. Now you have Venom, who is a bad guy, but he's also a good guy. Everybody is in the middle. And exactly. It's not. It's not as interesting. It really isn't. And a lot of it is sex. And listen, I'm all about looking at beautiful young ladies or whatever it may be. Sure. Um, right. Above the age of twenty one. Um, but it's it's just not it's it's not appealing. But and I'll be honest, I've watched a lot of this. The you know, like I said, I've, I've turned it on and I've watched it. The best wrestling that they have right now are the women, mm-hmm. and the women yeah. do a great job. Like they, the women's division, quote unquote, air quotes, mm-hmm. you can't say them, is good because it's kind of like the old wrestling. But it's still not right. the same, you know, but it's the best that they have. And it's, you know, it's the best that they have. It's not great. Yeah. And I mean, I think, it, you know, kind of tuning back into it and, and watching it, you know, watching the WWE, you know, and they are pushing the women's wrestling anymore. I mean, I'm glad they went away from the whole diva thing. Because that was just a joke. Because you, you, you had back then and you have now very athletic women that could really do an amazing job in the ring. And they the fact that my ass. <laughs> I, I mean, absolutely. And, you know, they, they could wrestle circles around people. And I think one of the things that I noticed is if, if you follow independence, like, you know, and I'm not talking Impact, TNA and all that stuff, you know. If you're really following some of the, like, you know, just the local independents, they're really going the way of intergender wrestling. You know, male versus female. There's um, there's a woman out on the circuit now uh, making her way around. Like, she'll be in Impact, and then she'll be in TNA a little bit. Um, I don't think she goes to AEW. I don't think anybody goes to AEW. No. Um, her name is Tessa Blanchard. 
and you know she's winning like like we saw China. You know she's winning men's. Is that titles. Tully's daughter? I don't think so. I think they they were trying to bill it that way. I don't know if she is, is like a niece or or yeah, something. Okay. I think she's she's related, but I don't think she's his daughter. But she's a legitimate competitor, and it's not it's not like. It doesn't look fake. It doesn't look like she's like a bikini model and, you know, guys are just falling over, like, you know, really having to sell it. She's a big, tough lady and, you know, she could really, really wrestle. And this is this is kind of what they're pushing out there. And I think the shame of it is, is it's so out on the fringes. It's not even registering with Vince McMahon that, you know, this is like a threat or competition. I mean, that's, I think that's what wrestling needs now is, is Vince McMahon needs serious competition to get the creative juices flowing again. He's, he's just coasting by putting out, you know, whatever, and people will turn out for it. And, and that's it. That's the other thing. The other thing is wrestling started going the wrong way when they had an event on pay-per-view every month. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. month there was some event and at the time, they were draining you of $30 a month to see this event where you're like, after you watch it, you're like, what? You know, it was just kind of like, if they were to stuck to the four, you know, WCW, I mean, w, yeah, WCW, WWE with their four main ones, you mm-hmm. know, and then WCW stuck with their f- three main ones, then you had... It was like, okay, I can do this, you know. You had Royal Rumble, you had, obviously, WrestleMania, uh, King of the Ring. King of the Ring. And Survivor Series. When I was a kid, those are the four. You watch Uh them. Right. And then, you know, WCW had Bash at the Beach, Starcade, and there was one other one. I can't remember which one. Um, Uh, There was the uh, Great Great American Bash. Great American Bash, yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, those were the events. Now it's like, you know, uh, in my house, there's another one that's this one, this one. I mean, now, granted, it's a little bit cheaper now because of the fact that you only have to pay $10 a month to have their service. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, you, you know, you can't see it anywhere else. You have to have this service, mm-hmm. which and- kind of stinks. Because they have a and, lot of great content on there from right. back in the 80s. Yes, yes. But the, the, the other thing with that is um, reading uh, reading Chris Jericho. Like Chris Jericho has put out a lot of books, doc, you know, chronicling his his career, uh, you know, in wrestling and music, you know, everything that he's done. And one of the things that he said is, you know, when you had two, three, maybe four, four big events a year it helped with storytelling because you know you could do something at SummerSlam uh you know SummerSlam could end with 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 like a massive you know somebody turns on somebody or somebody suddenly wins a title and you can then take that heat and slowly you know build up to the granddaddy Wrestlemania you could build a great story and you know your 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 monday night raws and and you know smackdowns and things like that are going to be full, filled with drama leading up to wrestlemania and then wrestlemania can then lead towards 
you know, King of the Ring. And then it turn, it's like one would lead into another. And you could tell great stories and keep people interested year round. Where now, if you're just, you know, a pay-per-view a, a week, a pay-per-view a month, you know, where's the setup? Where's the where's the storytelling? And it's, I mean, I think when they got away from that, I mean, that's where I think they lost a lot of people because it's like, what are we, you're watching <clears throat> something that has no direction. And that's why people go to these house shows that are, that's why Rock and Roll Express at 95 years old are still wrestling Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov at the local gym because that's what people really want to see. You know? or, or or the other thing is, you know, if you're just going to put people out there competing against each other and there's no drama or story behind it, I might as well go watch the real thing. I might as well, you know, go to Atlantic City and watch boxing or go to Madison Square Garden and watch UFC where there's no storytelling or drama. But I mean, these people are really fighting. You know, we don't know what the outcome is going to be. And yeah, I, we know I might of. as well just go watch that. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I have a big issue with boxing, too, because I, I used to be an avid boxing fan. Mm-hmm. And, I you know, I lost a lot of interest in it because of what it turns. It's boxing now, just like wrestling, it's it's more of a show. It's um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of talking. And if you watch boxing, it's a lot of dancing. There's no heavyweights anymore. The boxing that I watch, just kind of like the wrestling, is those ones that are on like Fox Network, and there's guys trying to get their way up to that crap, and they're really fighting each other. Where, you know, in the heavyweight division, I don't even know who the heavyweight champion is. There's 35 belts. It's just like wrestling. There's mm-hmm. 35 champions. You don't know who's who. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think the other problem with that is, is you know, and this is something that, like, you know, from talking with my dad and, and things like that is, you know, like, my dad would say, look, back in the day, this is this is how, you know, people put bread on the table, you know, professional sports, you really weren't getting paid. So if you weren't a great football player or basketball player, but you could punch somebody, you, you, you could make money. You know, where nowadays, you know, they say the reason there's no heavyweights is if you look at the people that would be in the heavyweight division, most likely they're playing football or they're possibly playing basketball because uh, and I forget which there was like a middleweight, I believe, that was friends with uh, basketball player Dwight Howard. And Dwight Howard came by the gym one time and was like hitting the mitts and hitting the heavy bag. And, you know, this boxer and his dad, who was his trainer, was like. Well, he'd be an amazing heavyweight. But Dwight Howard's like, yeah, I don't want to get a, you know, my brain caved in. Like, I'm going to play basketball because I can make millions of dollars playing basketball instead of getting punched in the head and, and, and making millions of dollars. You know, it's I mean, that, that's, you know, like a, a conversation for a different day. But it's it's clearly, you know, Ultimately, these people don't care about my entertainment. They're worried about their health. I mm-hmm. can't deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, but I think, well, you know, but I think what the thing is, is I don't think Vince McMahon really cares if he entertains you. I I really don't, because it's to him, it's like he has a cash cow. He has no competition. You know, people will tune in, you know, he'll kind of give people what they want. And it's like, where else are they going to go? Do you you think he's shaking his boots and that's why he brought XFL back? 
No, I think I honestly think he feels now, you know, kind of like he did back then that, you know, he could do whatever he wants. He can conquer the world. And I think he feels, all right, I'm going to I'm going to do it again. You know, you know, for whatever reason, it didn't work the last time. But it's going to work this time. I think it's his arrogance, you know, more than anything. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, because with Vince McMahon, he really is not, well, he's there, but it's like Triple H is like running this, this company now, ultimately. Him and his, pretty much. Him and his wife. And even Shane doesn't, I don't even know if he's involved. He's wrestling more than he's doing anything else, at least what I've seen. But it's, you know, it's, the storylines are, are bad. The guys, you don't know who they are. They can't act. You know, I, you know, they're great athletes. You know, the stuff Absolutely. that they do, Absolutely. they're fantastic athletes, but they're horrible actors. At least with, like, The Rock and even with John Cena, Stone Cold. I mean, they could act like they had a swagger. These guys don't have a swagger. They're just annoying. Well, you know, and, and, and again, you know, I think the part of that is, is and I remember, uh, you know, way back when, when we had Matt on, and I remember asking Matt about his training and saying, you know, he, tra- he trained with legendary wrestler Dean Malenko. And Dean taught these guys every aspect of the business. And part of that was, you know, and, you know, if you read Chris Jericho's book, if you read Hardcore Holly's book, it's like these guys had to learn how to cut their own promos. You know, they didn't have writers for them. You know, they, they had to learn how to cut a promo they had to learn how to generate you know what you call heat you know it's it's you know they had to learn all these things where now it's so scripted and so sterile these young guys coming up it's like yes they're probably athletically superior to to the guys of of yesteryear but you know they don't have the they don't have the other skills. You know it's just they're told what to do, they're told what to say, and it stinks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's bad, and you know, and again, like I said, I, it's why I don't watch it anymore. I'd rather watch UFC. At least, sure. At least there's some buck kicking. I mean, there's a lot of talking there too, but it's real fighting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I don't know. I miss, like I said, I miss the old days of. Hulk Hogan taking on, you know, one man gang. You know those. Sure. You know that that stuff has is gone, and I don't think we're ever going to get it back. Yeah, yeah, I really don't. Like I, a lot of times, I'll go on YouTube and I'll, uh, you know, pull up an old um, World Championship Wrestling from the mid to late '80s. You know, and and you see the Four Horsemen, and you see Jim Cornette coming out, and you know that little studio that they had. Yeah, that was a great. You know, they wrestled in front of like fifteen people. Exactly, but you know what? It was it was they put on a great show. Exactly, and you know you had your guys that come out and talk, and and I, you know what? I think it's a part of it too is the fact that you don't have tag team wrestling anymore. You don't have man like real managers. You yeah. know having. Having a beautiful woman escort you to the ring and that's it, like that's nothing. Like you're missing the Bobby Heenans and the the classy Freddie Blassies and you know, and even the Luau battles and all. You're missing you're missing that because yeah. they really added so much and it's Well the other thing is now too is you know, I know Bobby Heenan used to be a wrestler and so was uh, Lord Alfred Hayes or whatever. But you know, in 
Jesse Body or whatever else maybe. But they sure. were like announcers. Like now the announcers are wrestlers that were announcers, except for Tony Schiavone and Jim mm-hmm. Ross. The, the, the old ones are kind of still there, but you know, you don't have the Gorilla Monsoon and and Jesse Ventura, Ventura, Vent, Jesse Ventura, yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. selling the you know selling the match, right? It, they're now mm-hmm. part of it. They're kind of the good guy, bad guy. It's it's different. I know it sounds stupid, but it does. It sounds no, different. But, but- no, but but it's not stupid because you know what? For so many years, that was the formula that worked. You know, it, and and it's simple. You know, good guy, bad guy. You know, in the ring, you know, on you know behind the mic. I mean, the 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 original. Uh, I think it was called Primetime Wrestling. You know, it was it was the WWF's Monday Night Show, where. It was Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan in a studio, and then they would yep. sh- they they would just show matches from all over the place, you know. Yes, it's I like, remember that. Right, and it was like, but it was great because, you know, the heat between those two guys. I mean, and that's and that's the thing is, I'll watch clips of that, of just the two of them going at each other, you know, and 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 the reality of it was they were the best of friends. Yeah. Um. But it was great. It was entertaining. You know, you're tuning in just as much for that as you are for the wrestling. And it's, you know, when you start taking all these things away and it's like, wow, look at this guy that can jump off the top rope and spin five times. But if there's nothing else there selling it, it's like after a while, it's like, yeah, I watched him do this three, four weeks in a row. Like, you got to give me something else than just, wow, look, look at the amazing moves this guy can do. You need more. Yeah, you do need more. You need someone that can talk. <laughs> I, but you really do. I mean, yeah. you really, really do. And it's 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 a shame that all these things disappeared. And that's why, you know, if you watch YouTube or you listen to podcasts of, like, <laughs> the old timers, like Jim Cornette and stuff, this is why they're so bitter. Because it's like this formula, that, like, Jim Cornette will tell you. He's like a wrestling historian <laughs> until he makes, like, really racially insensitive comments <laughs> but <Shocking. laughs> yeah i know but he'll tell you that like look when this stuff's really started in the heyday in the 20s like this was the formula and we carried it all the way through and nowadays they they've just abandoned it and that's why it's garbage absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah oh it's a shame how they've ruined our childhood <laughs> It really is. All it sports really is. Have, like have gotten have gotten bad. Baseball's hard to watch now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and you know, but again, like I said, wrestling was besides baseball. Wrestling was the thing that I watched as a kid, and now I can't watch. Like my my son never watched. He watched a little bit of it, but never watched like like it. Like I didn't. He was in, I was in college. We sat in our dorm room. We watched wrestling. Not anymore. I mean, they watch their phones and whatever right. else, but um, but they don't get but, together to do that stuff. But even like, look, even back in the eighties and into the nineties, even if people weren't wrestling fans, you know, you put up a picture of Hulk Hogan. It's like everybody knew who that was. Yeah. You know, everybody knew who the Macho Man was. Even if you weren't a wrestling fan, you know, it's it's like nowadays. You know, you could put up pictures of wrestlers. And they'll be like, I don't know who that is. Like, uh, 
some guy. Everybody knows <laughs> Ric Flair for his woo. Uh, you know, there's there's four or five obviously guys that you know who they are. Um, everybody should know who they are. I mean, Hulk Hogan. I mean, I guess if he has a kid now, maybe some of them don't know who Hulk Hogan is. But oh, he's that big fat guy that's on TV and <laughs> whatever. He's on that show. Or that's Charlotte Flair's dad. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, like, like back back in the back in the late eighties, back in the early nineties, if you walked around and you went, Whoa, you know, people would know. You know, yeah. even if they don't really watch it, you know, they would know kind of what's going on. Um you know, when uh you know, people would flash like, you know, the the Wolfpack sign and the NWO and things like that, you know. Non-wrestling fans kind of knew what that was, you know. It's it was it was really it was really a big part of the culture. Where now, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's it's really it's. I remember like in wrestling's heyday, you know, you would go into like a Dick Sporting Goods or you know something like that, and in the apparel section, they would have like wrestling merchandise. You know, now it's like you don't see that stuff anywhere. Yeah. It's who cares? Yeah, it's no, really okay, who man. cares. I still see NWO shirts here and there, but you know, I think I got buried somewhere in my closet. I know <laughs> I owned a few NWO shirts. <laughs> I haven't entered the Nerd Zone shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I got one too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So you know, again, folks, we listen. You know, we we will talk more wrestling. This is just our way. of being miserable about how bad it is now. <laughs> venting. That's right, we're venting. In my day, wrestling was good. That's right, exactly. Now we have to watch Disney Plus. <laughs> I like Disney Plus. I do too. I do too. <laughs> I wish I can't believe they're uh, they're holding off on Obi Wan right now. I'm I'm only hoping they're doing that because they want to make it extra good. That's right. We're gonna see. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's gonna be Anakin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ric Flair as Obi-Wan. <laughs> oh my god. I've seen I've seen uh cuz I follow Ric Flair on Instagram and oh, it's I mean to see to see him take 2 or 3 minutes to get out of a car and and, yeah, and, and walk to a it's oh man. That's that's the one thing is is you can never say while the outcome may be predetermined wrestling ain't fake and look 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 at the stars of yesteryear to to see oh my god it's it's really it's sad it really i mean look at all the wrestlers that have died that were in our era none of them die now i mean unless they're stupid and i mean (laughs) i don't mean in a bad way but i mean you know what these people did to their bodies to make entertainment or these these guys you know they're it's i get that part but i'm like they're not doing drugs and stuff like anymore but right. it's more of, I'm on here to get my own TV show, my own reality I, show. And I mean, you know, it's, it, it, I mean, and I think this is a hard thing to talk about because it's like, I think part of the reason wrestling had become so successful was, unfortunately, since, you know, these guys didn't have guaranteed contracts and this and that, they had to really put their body and soul on the line to make a successful product. I mean, that's part of the reason again it's very unfortunate because you know like i said you you see rick flair now oh my god you know it's horrible it's horrible to see the shape that he's in but if he didn't 
sacrificed the way he did when he was a younger man. I mean, you know, wrestling probably wouldn't be where where it was back then. Yeah, I mean, you're, we talked about this before. Our our Mount Rushmore of of wrestlers without him, Hogan, Macho Man, and I guess you have to put Vince McMahon on there. Yeah, we have nothing. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's very very true, you know, and it's you know Vince McMahon is. You know, just just as much as you know those other guys, the, the athletes themselves. I mean, he was a big part of it because, you know, when he took over the WWF from his dad, you know, the mentality was still well, it's the regions and the WWF is the Northeast and and NWA or WCW's like the South, and then you had WCW, WCCW and the AWA and all that. He was like, no, you know, he had the vision of like, I want to take this national. I want my program to be on TV from East Coast to West Coast. You know, I want it to be international. <clears throat> if he didn't have that driving determination, I mean, you know, it, it would still be this territorial kind of wrestling, probably. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you ruined wrestling for me, Jay. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so moving forward, uh, hopefully we'll get some more <laughs> better wrestling eventually. Everything comes in full circles, right? Yes. Maybe Hulk Hogan will come back, but um, no. <laughs> no, please don't. Um, no. Not anymore. Uh, you know, go see him at the show at the at the local uh, high school. <laughs> yeah, really. But um, anyway, so you guys listen to the ner- Enter the Nerd Zone. I almost yes. said nerd in me. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not even on there to me. Um, so make sure you guys are checking us out. Uh, you can find us on all the podcast locations, especially Google Play. Yep. iTunes. Apple. Apple. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Anchor, where we have our call-in feature, where you can leave your nasty messages to us about how bad mm-hmm. we are and how wonderful we are. Yep. Um, you uh, can uh, You can find us on Instagram. Uh, Enter the Nerd Zone is there. Uh, we post... Uh, excuse me, post pictures about the, the stuff that we talk about, and uh, you could also reach us... Th- excuse me, again, you could also <laughs> reach us there. Uh, so maybe you could post on there, uh, Jay, uh, yeah. where wrestling went wrong for you. Not for you, Absolutely. but for, Give them the option. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, I'm sure different different generations and things have a, have a different idea of, you know, what was the downfall of wrestling. So, yeah, absolutely. Let's, and tell let's us... Hear- Hear from the public. That's right. And tell us what you want us to talk about with rest, as it comes for wrestling. Otherwise, we're going to tell you what we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, only, we only talk about the good stuff. That's the right. stuff we like. Exactly. So make sure you guys listen to us on there. Uh, a couple shout-outs uh, to Jay. Uh, <laughs> to stuff you don't need to know and find out more about uh, all the other stuff that he's talking about. And I, I saw that you're doing... Um, you just did a show on stuff about Batwoman. Well, I, uh, the CW shows yeah. uh, Crisis, and uh, I'm focusing on Batwoman, and uh, yeah. And then you're yeah. doing my story on stuff as well. No, is that different? Where's Where's our oh, story? Oh, Our Story, yeah. Uh, our Story, an American History podcast. Uh, John over at Nerd and Me, he and I uh, do that. Uh going to try to get out a show once a week and just talk about American history, different events and 
historical figures that uh, we hope you guys want to hear about. You should do it like Drunken History. Ever watch that show? <laughs> I've watched that show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my dr- my my drinking days are long gone. So <laughs> we yeah. can like pretend like you are. <laughs> <laughs> I can pretend. <laughs> so make sure you're checking us, checking out all these shows. Make sure you check out Nerd and Me. Special shout out to those guys, uh, John and Alan. Um, yep. uh, special shout out to our friends at Big Stupid Podcast, uh, cousin Kevin, and yep. his partner. Um, of course, uh, Kirby's Comics and Main Street Comics, as well as the Lag Bar in California. Make sure you're checking those all out on Instagram. They all have great pages. They give you yes. all a bunch of information about what they're doing. Um, and I do want to. I wanted to say this. I forgot to do it last time. Um, yeah. Alan's been doing a great Doctor Jones. Oh, Doctor Indiana Jones. Yes, yes, on Instagram, and it's fantastic. I. Uh, I like look. I uh, he does some great videos and stuff like that. So make sure you're checking all that stuff out. Um, and that's kind of it. We're gonna be back uh, hopefully next week. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about the Super Bowl before and after. Just a quick thing, and then we'll go from there. Sure. So. Yeah, it should be it should be a good game. I'm hoping for a good game. Yeah, I I, I can't wait for the XFL to start in two weeks too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I want to see Hulk Hogan and, and Ric Flair suit up, <laughs> starting quarterbacks for their uh, for their teams there. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know about yeah, that. I, I don't All know. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> anyway, no doc. I didn't make any Back to the Future references. Oh yeah, until now. Until uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you check us out in all those areas. And Jay. Yes, sir. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Batman, bring wrestling back. That's right, please. Holy wrestling.